0: It feels so good. I am just going to say one thing. I hope you're ready for a verbal purge because mommy's been pent up for two weeks. And let me tell you why. So mad yet mighty as yes, it's been I think it's been it's been two weeks, a week since the last episode. And you know what? Sue me. But I have a severe, I have a very severe issue that is happening in my in in my home, in my household, in my life. And that issue is for the past two weeks I have been tied down, Jimmy tight, tight like a tiger, to my couch watching live television. Why you ask? Why? Because I am living in the dark ages without a DVR or a TiVo or whatever you want to call it that records the shows for you and yes, lets you watch at your will, at your leisure five shows at a time. I am I am so actually distraught by the fact, and I know everyone's like, "Shut up and shut bitching and just get a DVR. Okay, well, it's harder than that. Okay, there's a lot. There's there's logistics. Part part of me doesn't want to pay the extra, and part of me just wants to bitch. Part of me could probably get one. I just haven't put the steps. I haven't put the necessary steps in place to get one. So the past two weeks, I've just been I I've just been penciled tight on the old calendar. Shows I feel like every night of the week. Which you know what for me it's really honestly one of the best feelings going home and literally having a show on every night of the week it just was amazing between the bachelor and between american idol and between survivor yes i still watch survivor yes i got an order to buff back in the australian days when michael fell in the fire and everyone thought he got eaten by an alligator and we literally talked all week long did what's going on with my and michael had to get airlifted out of the australian outback and elizabeth Whatever her name is, who has who was on the view, not Elizabeth Banks. Oh, it's it's slipping me. Anyways, yes, there's a lot, there's a lot on that I was watching. And then Beverly Hills of, of New York started. Or not Beverly. <laughs> two different franchises. Housewives of New York started. I mean, life has just been so rich, and life has been so colorful for me. And if that tells you anything, but So yeah, there's been a lot of TV and I'm telling you what, it's, it's some dark, the dark shit I would do for a DVR. I'm I'm serious. It's really sad because I think I talk about this literally all the time. It's just one of my woes. I'm just, I would marry, you know, like I feel like people like nowadays, they're like wishing for, you know, cool things. I don't know. (laughs) An Apple watch. I don't know why I thought of that. An Apple watch. Other things, a home. There's, there's other things to worry about. I'm worrying about the fact that I'm not going to be able to watch all of the copious, disgusting amounts of television. And you know what? I'm at peace with that. I'm at peace with that. I'm going to take that to my grave. I'm okay. Here we are. And hello. Hi, what's up? <laughs> Welcome back to Mad Yet Mighty. I'm your host, Megan Cipollone. Had to just, I just, I felt like it, we should just deep dive in. Just, uh, just a swan dive in to this week's episode because man, oh man. I just feel like there's been a lot going on so let's touch in with where what have I been up to well funny you should ask you know I've decided recently to quit everyday coffee and it's been something that I've I go back and forth with it's not like I, I only cover no I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with coffee I literally would I I, I drink decaf like a 90 year old because I just like the taste. Like, I make a little cup of decaf at night with my little treat. Like, I have to, I love the taste of coffee. Coffee makes me insane. I am so susceptible to caffeine. It is nuts. I literally have to cut myself off. After, after 3 p.m., I'm wired all night. I, I have to, not even after, th- I mean, I have to cut myself off. It, if I look at the clock and it's noon, I have to go, Egh. I mean, do I really want to sacrifice for a cup for those? But I know sometimes in the middle of that morning, man, that 12 o'clock, you just start to get the yawns and you're like, no, it is way too early for this shit. Cut it out. So anyways, I've decided and you know what the factor was that really just did it for me that really just was like, okay, you have to quit weekday coffee. One, the big factor, sleep. My sleep is already just completely erratic, not on schedule. I have to take medicine for it. It is what it is. To get good sleep, I'm going to do what I have to do because what I, I mean, it's just a proven fact. When we don't get good sleep, I mean, that completely deteriorates our mental health. So ergo, will add to anxiety, will add to, you know, mostly anxiety, which then feeds into the pressure and whatever, whatever, you know, the whole cycle. So it wasn't that, you know, it really came down to the fact that I was sick and tired of almost shitting my pants at work. Mid-day walk, mid conversation, mid work, you know, mid key, click clack on the on the on the keyboard and I'm literally instantly taken to a place of pure fear and panic. Am I going to be able to get to the bathroom on time? I don't know. I I honestly There was a day this week where, you know, I got a little frisky and I saw that there was there was I saw that there was liquid creamer at the coffee station. And you know what? That got me jacked because we have powdered creamer. And, you know, it's 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 a cross I bear and it's something that I'll be fine with. But powdered creamer is for the birds. I digress. So I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll treat myself. I have a coffee. I don't know why I'm going to this Jewish woman. I feel like I'm regressing. I'm regressing back to, God, I'm regressing back to a play, to a care. I'm just so full on. And you know what it is? And I will, and I will come back to my, I I will come back to my point. Well, no, anyways. So it's just... I'm feeling a little under the weather, nasally, nozzly, if you can hear it. I really do apologize, but I really wanted to just get this episode out, and I wasn't going to let the fact that seasonal allergies are taking me down today. They're taking me down. Back to the coffee. I saw, you know, that there was some liquid creamer, and I'm going to take advantage of it. I'm going to take advantage of the little packets. So I made myself a coffee mid-morning walk on my break. I am in the parking lot and I am literally instantly frozen with fear because I don't think I'm going to be able to make it inside. And if that's TMI for you, then you know what? I, tough shit. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, oh God, sometimes I make myself laugh. Um, so if that's, you know, if, if talking about shitting your pants at work is too much for you, then I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's it's something that I have to face on more more than I'd like to admit more than I would like to admit. And you know what? The other day was so severe in the parking lot that I had to almost kind of literally clench and like do a little gallop, like not a gallop, but kind of like, it was the, it was just like a little, it was like a little walk because I was like, I, I don't know how I'm going to get up the stairs. How am I going to get up the stairs? If I, if I use any muscles, it's just going to come flying out of me. And you know what it is? I'm, I am just, I am, I'm ripping this, I'm ripping, I'm ripping the Band-Aid off the chest because I've waited way too long to talk about this. It's a real thing. So I'm sorry. I just got a little bit distracted. I thought I heard someone calling for me um, downstairs. <sighs> Where was I? Right. Shitting my pants at work. So yes, um, that's the update. So I, I just, I felt that it was time to stop drinking weekday coffee because recently with anxiety and what's all been you know flip flip flapping around in my stomach I just I've just been having some issues and I just wanted to talk about it okay I just wanted to talk about it and it's it's a sad it's a sad time I enjoy a morning coffee only one cup because two I'm I'm just completely completely besides myself anyways um you know just felt like we should just felt like we should go there you know just felt like we should shake hands nakedly shake hands and say hi this is who I am And I'm just, I'm on a bender tonight. I apologize. I've been cooped up and I am just, I'm ready. I'm ready to let loose. And I think it also, daylight savings is making me a little nutty and my schedule is a little off. So (laughs) sorry. Um, Let's just discuss The Bachelor. Let's just get right into it. It's fresh on my brain. It's fresh in the air. Everyone's just reeling. And I don't know if you're reeling, but I'm reeling. Off the two part, actually, it's been lasting for the last two weeks, so here's, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go in. I am, was extremely angered watching the entire thing, and I, but here's the thing, I want to like Cassie and Colton, I and I do, and I go back and forth with making fun of Colton because there's just something that doesn't add up, there's just something not adding up with me. And he I, I, he was a good, he was a good bachelor. I'm just going to throw it out there. I thought he was a good bachelor. I enjoyed watching him. I enjoyed, I thought he was sweet. I thought he was endearing. As somebody who really wanted to go in and just make fun of him and tear him apart every week, I honestly couldn't. And maybe that's just the basic bitch in me who fell in love with him like everyone else across the United States did. <laughs> America, not just the United States. And I, that that pains me to say, that pains me that I'm like, And honestly, I really liked Cassie. I said it. I said, I really like Cassie. She's chill. She's normal. Cassie's young. Cassie's 23. Cassie's been, and you know, do I think it was shitty for the girls to like go to Colton and say, Kaylin and Cassie aren't ready? Yeah. You know what? Screw you. There's one thing that I'm never doing. If I go in the bachelor house, I, I will say this till I am blue in the face. Me as a person, and I'm not just saying this to be cool. And I'm not just saying this because if I go in the house, the last thing I want to do is literally have anyone else's... Name leave my mouth because you look like an instant rat, a big old fat rat. And that is the last thing that I want to look like on national television. And honestly, it puts a really bad taste in everyone's mouth, and you're going to always be looked at as the rat, the rat that talked shit when you could have been trying to, you know, pull the moves on Colton. I'm, I'm not saying I would, but when you're trying to put the moves on your bachelor, it's just so you know what? That I really didn't like because I was like, you know what? Screw you. Now, the whole I mean, let's just let's just get down to it. I, I thought this was amazing. This was the drama. This was the escape that I needed. I know we're all sick and tired about hearing about Colton jumping the fence. But the fact that this was such a phenomenon all season long, the fact that this show can get people just losing their minds for weeks and weeks and weeks and being buzzed and being talked about they are rolling in the ratings rolling in the ratings and it is just man they had the show of a lifetime it maybe mid show they were like holy shit we're shitting our pants because our lead is running off and saying that he's quit and I do believe that I do believe at that time at that point in time he was completely 100% mentally physically spent he had just proclaimed his love to Cassie he's freaking out he's shaking I mean my god that whole scene was just it was just too much it was so awkward and then Cassie's staring into the camera she's hugging him with these eyes of like oh my god you know was I annoyed at the whole Cassie consistently telling Colton she's confused she's confused she doesn't know yes because I've said those things to people when I was a certain age because I didn't it was literally because I didn't want to be with them but I also at the same time was like you know, that like young, those young, that young kind of insecure, but I don't want to, maybe she like, do I let go of this? Could this be an opportunity? But I really don't. That's how I felt watching her. Like I, that's how I felt. And she kept saying, I don't know if I can get there with you. Now, fast forward, we see them together and I'm not going to lie. When I saw them together live on after or at, at the live special, when I see them together, I see can't, like I see a like a uh, and maybe because it's young love and maybe because it's new and it's puppy and they can't keep their hands off each other because they're probably screwing. Because Col- you know, and uh, you know what I, you know, I about, I about said, "Sayonara, big boy," and took myself out back. I was so I could, I was done hearing. I was done hearing the virgin. I was done. I even me who like gets things and gets things out I have to do th- like it's all part of like they're making fun of themselves like they're in on the joke but it got to the point where I was like if I hear this one more time I'm going to lose my shit and I don't know if they started like Chris Harrison and they decided to make this that they were just going to continuously talk about the bachelor to make it seem like they're in on the joke but guess what. It, it was, it was, you literally, they beat that horse, they beat it bloody, and then they beat it while it was buried, I don't know how you do that, but that's what they did, they beat the dead horse to the ground, is that the, is that the saying, I don't know, I don't know, and quite frankly, I don't care, (laughs) moving along, so I, The Bachelor, I loved it, I hated it, it made me mad. It made me happy. The whole thing of now we have no one but Cassie and Colton and we're going to go to Spain and meet the family. And then when Cassie was talking to the family, still continued to open her mouth and say things that me as a parent and me as a viewer. I'm not a parent. But if I was a parent, I am a viewer. We're like, what are you doing? Shut up. Stop talking. Stop talking because every time you talk, you sound more and more completely not interested. Completely not interested and worrisome. And you know what? Made the dad cry. Colton's dad's crying. Colton's crying. Everyone's crying. Cassie's crying. It was a lot. It was a lot. I think the best part of it was... Um, The moments with Taysha and Hannah, who baby, that was spicy. That was hot. That was uncomfortable. They're breaking the fourth wall. And what I mean by breaking the fourth wall, for anyone who has no idea and is like, why do you keep saying that? Well, I tell you why. When you think of a room and you think when you're filming or on a stage, there's this... the two sides of the stage in the back, just like the TV essentially. And we are the fourth wall. The audience is the fourth wall. And there was a lot going on like that. And if there's something that I love more than anything, Jersey Shore did it a lot this past season is when they break the fourth wall and look at the camera and just like, yeah, like I know, like they did it a lot in Jersey Shore. I I appreciated it. I thought it. I found it comical. I enjoyed it. Nothing gets me more lit than breaking the fourth wall. So, I'd just like to also say that I was right. Um, I was right. I was right. Hannah B. is our new bachelorette. Wow. Wow. I'm... To say I'm concerned is taking it very lightly when I found out Hannah B was going to be the bachelorette partially me was like, what? And then the other half immediately right after was like, yes, yes, yes. Like not the person who we thought like not Kalen, not Hannah G You're not someone that we thought, but someone that's kind of pulled like kind of a little bit during the season polarizing. And I'm into that. You either liked her or you didn't like her. She, they definitely as the, as production and editing, they, I, I thought kind of started to frame her in a kind of Not villain, because it was definitely Demi, but, like, in a more kind of villainous role. So it's interesting... Um, I'm I'm still confused on how Hannah is Miss Alabama because her public speaking, and I get it. I totally get it. I was reading things on Reddit today about people saying, we should be lifting women up, and she was nervous, and it was national television. National television aside, I assume she's probably had a couple of, I mean, she's had some time. There's, there's definitely been some time. I mean, we saw her filming her intro. Like, I saw footage filming the intro um, down at U of Alabama. She's already probably being groomed and picked by the team, I'm shocked that she didn't sound better. She has a very difficult time articulating her thoughts and taking her thoughts out of her mouth, which, hey, you know what? I'm there. So there's times where I can be the most expressive person on the planet, but there are times when what I'm trying to explain is literally not coming out of my mouth, and it is so frustrating. However, if you think you're, like, about to be live, like, you're about to be live on a nationally syndicated, like, show, a live show, you'd think you'd kind of maybe get it together a smidge more. Um, I mean, it was, it was pretty difficult. I, drawing out sentences, scrambling. I mean, you could see her scrambling for words. Half the time she, like, I mean, she's not speaking. I think she might be taking time to try to think of what she's saying. Let's just put it this way. Right now it's kind of a hot mess, and I'm hoping that – media social media train she gets that media training stat and then you know what I think it's gonna be great I can't wait I'm very excited I'm super jacked that she's the bachelorette I'm totally in and of course I'll be watching because what the hell else am I gonna do and then after that we'll have bachelor in paradise can't wait Um, but yeah it was that was my kind of on the bachelor Was it shitty? Because we wait to get, we wait to see an engagement all season. Like, that's what we want. And I guess Neil Lane did give Colton a ring for like, when the ready to get engaged, which God knows when that's going to be. I'm still focusing on the fact that she's 20, but I know that's like, so not a thing. And there's people who get married way younger and whatever. And I'm not someone who's like, you got to wait to get married. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying homegirl literally, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I just feel like there's life. But you know what, if you're going to f- Hey, but if I had somebody that I got to grow up and live life with, cool. Like I have my siblings both. Well, I have three siblings. Two of them have basically grown up with high school sweethearts and like that's and I I think that's absolutely amazing. I I love them both and they've, you know, they've grown up together. They've lived life together. And if you have that, I think that's wonderful. But I also believe that there's life and there's things to live and to learn about yourself so like alone like by yourself I am learning a shit ton about myself and you know what I'm gonna pat myself on the back because I'm doing extremely well doing extremely well so well in fact that I actually went on two dates but before you get excited for me let me just spoil the ending the two dates were absolutely, and I'm not gonna go out on a, I'm not gonna just completely trash. That's not fair. That's not fair for me. However, this is my space. This is my space, and I'm gonna say whatever I wanna say. So, two dates. Two dates in one weekend. Who the hell am I? I have never done that ever. Literally ever. I know that sounds super bad, and like, but you know what? A, this is the 21st century. B, I'm 27. C, get off my nuts. I can do whatever I want. And D, if you weren't even coming at me, then that's great. You know what? I get really, sometimes I get really, um, I get a little protect. Is that the word? Protective? Paranoid? I can get paranoid. Anyways, two dates. And you know what? I'm, I'm just going to put this out there as a PSA. Let me, let me please, let me please put this out there. Um, when people come up to me or we're talking about dating, you know, just any kind of chit-chat about dating. I I maybe if you could not the first thing people say <laughs> is, "Oh god, I'm so glad I don't have to date anymore. Dating sucks. Sucks. Dating sucks. Oh my god, I'm so glad. I don't I don't I don't even think I know how to date. Uh yeah. Literally, I I don't I can't if I had a dime, if I had a penny for every time I've heard that recently, I'll tell you what i'd have a lot of freaky pennies (laughs) that was so stupid that was so stupid but seriously so if we can maybe hold back from telling people who are single who actually have to date um that dating sucks and that i'm so glad i don't have to date anymore that would be really great i'd appreciate it i'd appreciate it you know i know it sucks it sucks big time it sucks big time but you know what i gotta do it so here we are two dates Date number one, we're just going to call him date number one. Date number one, order French fries for dinner. God love him. God bless him. Bless his heart. He was a sweet soul. He was very, you know, very inquisitive towards me. There was, I just, there was almost like, like, I don't want, I don't want to have to pump anyone up consistently all day long, every single day. If you're extremely insecure, like, I don't want to carry that baggage. Um, That's just minor. So there's that. But I will tell you what was amazing about date number one. Date number one was maybe an hour, maybe an hour. It I left there feeling like on cloud nine. I left there at nine o'clock. I went straight from work, left at nine o'clock, got a quick dinner, got a beer. I left feeling on top of the world because it was the most amazing thing. I didn't have to like pitter patter around. I didn't have to like SOS text anyone, which even if I did SOS text somebody, I still don't think I would have the balls to follow through and to answer a phone call and have to fake a leaving. That's not my style. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to come up with some kind of creative out because Sitting and enduring a date that is absolutely miserable and a waste of time, I think that's what I have to get over is that like in this one, like I said, the first one was totally fine. It was painless. It was easy. It was great. It was a great experience, just not interested. Date number two was absolutely the most miserable misery um, experience I've had in a long time. Uh, It was pouring down rain, went to two different places that I knew were probably going to be busy for dinner since this person was not from this part of town. And um, it was pouring down rain. Dinners were like, you know, the waits at each place for like two hours. I'm like thinking to myself, holy shit, what the hell am I going to do? It's raining. We can't walk around. This guy already is just, I'm getting I'm getting vibes that I'm not into it, and I'm getting vibes that it's going to be awkward. That's just like my, that's just mine. That was my original take, okay? And the fact that he was wearing a newsboy's cap. That's fine. If you wear newsy caps, I, I there's nothing, I'm not holding anything against you. I'm not personally into it. Now, maybe I'll meet a man that will change my mind about a newsboy cap. I'm probably going to say that's a no. Um, however, stranger shit's happened, right? Am I right? So here we are at the date. I'm shitting my pants inside because now I have to, I already hate coming up with like spur of the moment plans. And now that I've picked now two places, I have to come up there. And I said, you know what? Let's get back. I said, I know a place we can get in in like no time. Let's go to, let's go to the, the, the rusty bucket, which is like a step above. Like it's like a max. It's like a nighttime max in It's like a step above. It's like, it's good. It's good. It's good bar food right by my house. Bam. In and out, baby. We get there. This is now for, you know, one, I, I'm I'm not going to get too deep into this, but I do feel like everyone needs to know exactly what I've been through. So, one, he was in the Air Force, which is great, wonderful. Never been out with someone in the military. The only thing that I know is either you're fucking psycho or you're a completely well-rounded, amazing person. There is literally no in-between when it comes to guys in the military. No offense. I am just speaking On everything that I have witnessed and all the stories I've heard. Now you're probably falling in one of those categories. You know, you're either the really amazing, well-rounded person or you're the fucking psycho. I think I got mixed in with a little bit more on the spectrum of psycho. Um, you know, not psycho, like I feared for my life, however, but he did hold up a finger gun between my eyes in the lobby of the rusty bucket when he was reenacting how he pulled a gun out at someone in OTR one time. So that was really great. I thought personally, like, you know, did your mom not teach you not to hold up a gun like a finger gun? I was, I got in trouble with that. I got in trouble with that when I was a young kid. We are not allowed to hold finger guns up at somebody. So that instantly put me in kind of an awkward position. I don't know. What do you think? Seriously? I'm already trying to like come up. I'm just not, I'm just not into it. So we finally, we sit down and I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to get straight to it. It was like, like at first I was trying to be interested in like trying to find out about him. He was a met, you know, he's a medic. He's going to be a surgeon, extremely bright, brilliant, great, a lot of really gross stories. I'm into that. I like gross shit. So let's talk about gross shit. Um, and then like, and then it went on and then it went on and then it went on. And then I realized that he really didn't give a shit about anything that I had to say. And that I'm pretty sure I was probably boring to him um, which, me, boring, really? Um, that's how I kind of felt, and I was like, ooh, I don't want to be with anyone who makes me feel boring, let alone the fact that I'm really not physically attracted to him, and I'm not attracted about anything about his personality thus far. Um, continued to call women bitches that he was referring to, talked about his ex-wife, you know, just, like, the whole and caboodle. Um, I, pretty much, he talked the entire time, and I was okay with that, because I didn't want to share anything else about my life at that point. Um, it was about 1038. It was the first time I pulled out my phone because I'm a lady and I'm not going to pull out my phone and be on my phone on a date. And I said, well, you know what? This has been great. This has been such a good, this has been a good time. And he was like, that's all that's, that's it. And I'm like, what do you mean? That's it. It's almost 11 o'clock. I'm mentally in drained. I'm mentally drained. I've yawned about five times. Have you not gotten the picture? I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Of course, if I said that, I think it might've turned out differently. However, it, it, it didn't. So, um. Okay, well, I guess I'll find, I'll guess I'll think of you know. I guess we can go up the street for a, a for a drink. At this point, I'm I'm literally have had my limit. I've had my limit of of bar food, of salty food, and beer. I haven't had beer in a hot minute. I'm a beer lover. I'm trying to cut it out because it was definitely adding to my figure. And I've honestly had the much I. And, the salt intake this past weekend was in, was insane. I got up and I looked I I'm literally if I eat salt, I it's it's instantly in my face the next day. I mean, I'm instantly look like Varuca Salt from the Willy. I mean, the face the blueberry, it's it's a thing minus the blue. And you know what? It's really unfortunate for somebody who enjoys salt as much as I do as a snack. I used to do a little s- a salt snack, do a little bit in the do a little bit in the hand eat the salt I know that's just absolutely disgusting I literally used to like salt so much that on a school field trip back to when we visited one of the vocational schools and this is so embarrassing and I've never told this story but I feel like you know what I feel like this is a good time and we were visiting a vocational school and I don't remember what class or why we were sitting in but we were pa- it was science or something we were passing around salt salt that I'm pretty sure was used to dissolve snow on the road um I don't remember what age I was, old enough to know better, old enough to know that that's probably not salt that you cook with or sea salt. Um, and when we passed around the example, once again, I don't remember why this was being passed around. I just remember it being passed around. I snuck a piece and then decided to put it in my mouth because I could not hold back the temptation that much that I was going to test the waters and see if if salt used to melt snow on the road was edible, And I will tell you right now that I panicked because I started to feel a hole burn through my tongue and I instantly (laughs) it out and was like, oh my God, I was so embarrassed. I hope nobody just saw me eat that piece of salt. I can never tell anyone this story until now. I think that's actually been in the chest for over 15 years. No, yes, no, maybe, maybe 10, definitely 10, definitely 10. You know what? The more you know. That was just a little a little telltale. Anyways, so I, back to basically the date. I don't know how I got on that salt intake. I was over it. So I decided, okay, great. We went to a bar right up the road from my house. It's two minutes away. Great. Bing, bam, in and out. I have another horrifying experience with somebody asking to kiss me literally standing outside of the bar he stops makes this like dramatic stop and I'm like god damn it stop wasting my time I turn around and I'm like what what are you doing and he's like you know this is like and just taking these long dramatic pauses I'm like all right Romeo speed at the f up and he's I just I this is the third place we've been to and if I'm reading vibes right or whatever something weird like that if I'm reading vibes right I'm gonna kiss you now uh, I'm sorry, what? And I stood there and I was like, and keep in mind, there's probably a good three feet in between us. Um, So literally no like natural, like swooping into, indica- no, it's not natural at all. And I sit there and I'm like, probably have a face that, you know, could a-, a thousand words, a face of a thousand words, whatever the saying is. I think I just butchered that saying. And he was like, what? And I'm like, um, I, I don't <laughs> I've just never, I've like never had anyone. I, I, it was the, it was one of the most awkward jibber jabber moments I could possibly think of. Um. It then takes, doesn't, he still doesn't kiss me. And then like moves, oh my God, it literally is giving me, it's giving me chills even talking about it now. It was the worst. I don't even want to describe it as a kiss. I honestly cannot describe to you what happened. He literally opened his mouth and, like, put it on mine and then, like, didn't move it. And then would like, cl- like, it honestly makes me think of, like, an animatronic, like, like, Chuck E. You know those old, big Chuck E. Cheese animatronic, you know, robots that used to, like, sing at Chuck E. Cheese and how their mouth literally just, like, opened and closed. Kind of like a nutcracker. I know that's a terrible description. I hope some of you are picturing it the way I'm picturing it, um, and I was like, I was trying to like, I, oh my god, I like can't. It's it's literally taking me to a place I don't want to go. It was absolutely terrible. It was absolutely terrible. And then I turn around to walk in, and there's two guys looking at me, and I was like, I I, I I'm ashamed. I'm I'm literally ashamed and embarrassed that you just saw that. I'm I I I feel sorry for you. I ordered a Bud Light because I knew I'd be able to chug it in literally, like, no time and get the hell out of there. I'm over this. Let me go home. We sat at the bar. We literally, like, he then, there was, like, no conversation. I, like, tried to, like, ask something, and he would kind of, like, look at me and, like, dismiss what I had to say. I'm like, dude, like, what are you doing? You only want to talk. And, like, I don't even care if, like, the person's funny and, like, great. But, like, it was just bad. Long story short, I will never see him again. He did, I I dropped him off at the car, at his car, and was like, oh, like, and he, you know, kissed me again, just awfully, disgustingly, completely missed my mouth. It was just, it was just, like, awful. It was awful. And I was like, oh, um, be safe getting home. Like, text me. In my mind, I'm thinking, I hope you don't text me. Text me. Like, thanks. Have a good night. Boom. Car door closed. Oh, my God. I'm done. I instantly go home and go to bed. I was exhausted. I wake up and I have a text that said home safe. I never texted him back. And then I found it really funny that and I and I planned, I was going to, if I thought maybe he was gonna like text me again the next day, which let me just be fair, right, he did not. <laughs> And then I went into the the app that I'm on and I went into the inbox and saw that he was gone, which means that he had matched with me, which I was literally like, hallelujah, praise Jesus. I do not have to let another mofo down because that's even more awkward is having to send the text like, oh, like, sorry, like, it just didn't have a, like, I don't think there was a romantic connection. Not, and then I got told not to say that by my family, not their make, just, I'm not interested or whatever. I'm like, okay, I'm not, I don't want these guys to like go off and like kill themselves. Like, I want to actually... And then the other half of me is like, who cares? Who cares if you even respond? So so that is the updating dating chronicles of my life. So I think I'm good on dates for a minute. Like, I say that and I might go on like another one, like, who knows if I if that comes around. But at this time, you know, I think I got my fill for at least a week or so. You know? Just I'm just gonna do me. I'm just going to do me. Okay. Okay, we need to do a little, we need to, like, do a little deep dive into some pop culture here. So, the Game of Thrones trailer released. Oh, my God. I know everyone has been anxiously awaiting the drop of this trailer. I've been awaiting it. I've been, I I am just, it was amazing. I watched it at work. I had full chills down my spine. I was in it. I was experiencing it. It was amazing. I watched it three times. I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And I also read this super cool thing that, well, I think it's cool because I like behind the scenes stuff like a nerd. And so Maisie Williams, who plays Aya Stock, was saying that it was, it got to the point where it was like so miserable, which I'm like, okay, boohoo, you're an actor and you're on like literally the greatest show of our generation, like you're fine. But she was saying how they they were they had to endure 11 weeks of night shoots for the final battle scene 11 weeks at night just take after take after take and exhausted and co- and i'm like damn like that is going to be insane just think about that so when we're watching that final battle scene it took 11 weeks of night shooting 11 week like that just is blowing my gourd right now And I cannot freaking wait. So excited. I'm still scared because I think I'm going to be, I mean, we're obviously going to be heartbroken. Let's be real. Let's be real for five seconds. We're going to be heartbroken and we're just going to have to face the facts, move on, and be okay with the fact that someone, people are dying. People are dying. Lives are going to be taken. And that's just a matter, that's just a matter of fact. You know, I will, there is one thing that we can all look forward to and there's apparently going to be Game of Thrones Oreos. So I don't really think the Orioles are going to be anything special, but I did hear about that. And I was like, I mean, I'll probably buy like a pack and like eat the whole thing in one sitting regardless. Um, So the Jonas Brothers dropped a new song and I've been I, I kind of heard rumors that they were going to be doing their coming back and I'm not going to lie I'm jamming to Sucker. Like, I'm jamming to it. And I watched the music video, and I think it's super cute how they have Sophie, and they have Danielle, and they have Priyanka. I think that's how you say her name. If if not, I apologize, but I gave it everything I got. And it's very, like, Mad Hatter, Alice in Wonderland, like, Marie Antoinette vibe. I just get a lot of vibes. But the song is jamming, and you know what? There's one thing. I'm going to say it. I wasn't a Jonas girl back in the day. I wasn't. I was the one who made fun of them because I think I always had to like go against the grain. Like I always wanted to make a stance, but I really was not really into the new age boy band because my heart really was with NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and even partially 98 Grays, even though I always felt bad for them and like was embarrassed because I felt like no one really liked them. Um... Anywho, you know who people really don't like is Justin from 98 Degrees, and he used to come into the salon that I worked at and get his hair cut and like no one really liked him. And like he was all <laughs> if you look at pictures of 98 Degrees and you see he's always just like the awkward oh, anyways. Okay. That's that's a rant that I really don't care to go on. <laughs> but anyways, so the new Joe Bro, I wasn't a Joe Bros girl. Back in the day, I just I like I had a thing against Justin Bieber. wasn't into the Jonas Brothers. Did I like Camp Rock? You bet your ass I liked Camp Rock because Demi Lovato was was piping shit out of that out of those beautiful vocal cords of hers at the ripe age of I don't even know 16. Mitchie, Mitchie with the big front, the big gap, which was Demi Lovato's gap, which is beautiful and amazing, and you're perfect. But so I'm into Sucker. I'm into Sucker. I'm definitely jamming out to it in my new car. why did I just say I I don't have a new car and I'm just jamming out to it in my car I'm sorry I'm getting a little I think it's all the allergy medicine cold medicine it's starting to get to my head a bit okay so who has been in the headlines and it's been J-Lo and A-Rod and there's just well first I saw that J-Lo was gonna have Joanna Gaines is having Joanna Gaines renovate her 6.6 million dollar Malibu beach home and one I was like that was one of the things I heard that I was literally that brought just pure jealousy. I was like having your home renoed by Joanna Gaines. Are you shitting me? And I'm shot. And I just love like, I don't know. I just love like JLo and Joanna Gaines, like I, the, the picture of it. It made me so happy. And I was like, and you can't be mad at JLo. I, all of these, and you know what, all of these wonderful things that I'm so, I'm, I'm extremely happy for her. And a- I just feel like they're a good couple. I don't know. I get this weird, I get a vibe that they just work. He's not, he doesn't feel inferior to her success and he's equally as successful, but is so supportive of her and just is like has her back. And like, I feel like he's just so secure in who he is and his. And to me, that's a man. Like, to me, that is like a what a man should do is like that makes them even sexier when they're completely firm planted in the ground, totally cool with the fact that they're dating like this, this sensational goddess and but still have like this insane swagger I don't know am I just talking into my ass right now but I get like the best vibe from them and so you know what and their families and they're Latino and just they're both from New- I mean they're both from New York they have beautiful like they're having this beautiful blended family I'm just so I'm just so about it and I'm so about her over million dollar ring I've said it once and I've said it again and you know what this might be unlikable for me to say and I really actually don't care um I want to, I, mommy wants bling bling. So like, I'm just going to put this out there for any future suitors of mine. Mommy wants bling bling. And uh, am I going to say, and I'll I'll say this, and you know, this might say a lot about me and I, I honestly don't care. And this is what I've said a couple of times that when it comes to the engagement ring, now, obviously I understand there's cut, there's clarity, there's color. I get it. I get it. Okay. Here's my point. And, and tell me if I'm wrong, but when you walk in a place and if people from across the room who don't know you see your big ass ring, they're going to think, I hate that bitch. She has a big ass ring. They're not going to be like, Oh, I, I, I wonder what the cut clarity and whatever is. They're going to be like, look at that bitch with that big ass ring. That's my theory. That's the theory I'm going with. So you know what? Mommy doesn't, mommy would rather have a biggie, a big fatty, or like just a blinged out ring on her hand. And I don't give a shit if the clarity's great. That's me. And you know what? I don't think that's a very, that's not, might not be a very likable thing to say. Maybe it is. Um, I don't know, but I just thought I would throw that out there. So I'm, I'm, I'm into the big, beautiful, the big old rock. I don't know if I'd like just one big rock like that though. I've never been a single rock kind of gal, but definitely like bigger, the bigger, the better in my opinion. You know what I read that was like super, super sad, quick transition, Amanda Bynes is, like, going back into the loony bin. I just can't. I I apologize. I think I'm going to have to. That is so just terrible and disgusting. But you know what? This is my truth right now. I apologize. It just is what it is. Anyways, back to it. Don't skip a beat. Amanda Bynes is back underneath professional care for mental health. She came out, she had that beautiful that beautiful paper magazine article about how she was, you know, coming back in at was in a good place, and she slipped on the slope again. And you know, it's probably a really slippery slope. I don't think if it's if coming back into the industry is gonna cause you that much emotional stress, then I think it's time. I I think it's time to probably maybe call it a day. Or You need to be on, I don't know. I am not anyone to judge anyone's psychiatric state as somebody. I I will never do that. But I was rooting for her. We were all rooting for her. I was rooting hard for her. And you know who I'm still rooting for day in and day out is Lady Gaga. So I've been laughing because she's been kind of like, I mean, recently all over the everything. Everyone thinking she's impregnated with Bradley Cooper's child. Really, people, they're not, she's not pregnant, and they weren't banging, okay? They had great chemistry, as act, they had insane chemistry, it's chemistry that you dream of between two leading characters, and that is it. Would I love for them to get together? It might be kind of fun, but they're not going to stay together, and they're not going to get together in the first place. Anyways, but I read something that, like, Lady Gaga struggling to get out of character, and part of me was kind of, like, <laughs> laughed, and then part of me was like, I'm obsessed with you, because um, that's something that I would just... God, I wish I could say still, like, I'm just, I'm struggling to get out of character. I'm struggling to get out of character. Um, and she's kind of having trouble moving on, which, you know what? I get it. It was a big baby of hers. This movie, this music, like, she was, inv- I mean, it was a baby. It was a time of her life. It was a huge time, a monumental time. And I know everyone's probably like, get over it. But I thought that was funny. And I, she also teased that she's coming out with new music. She said she wasn't pregnant with the baby. She was pregnant with Lady Gaga 6. And I about just lost it when I read that because I'm ready for new music. Joanne was an okay album. It was okay. There's a couple of bangers, but album as total, you know, it was better than art pop. I'll give her that. My God. I mean, even though I stood by her during art pop, I mean, seriously though. And then just another little pop, little boop, 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 boop. boop news update Stephen avery i guess is getting to like they're like appealing so it's it's happening it's being put into place his insane lawyer Kathleen kathleen zeller who i said looks like she eats bones and penises in her cereal bowl in the morning she's like they've they're getting like they're getting this thing done and it's not like he's he's gonna be lifted but they're they're i read something that said that the bone fragments that were allegedly found in the gravel pit in in Avery's gravel pit and for anyone like I'm talking about making a murder let's just I just feel like I have to be a proper host and touch that I'm talking about Steve and Avery who was made famous from his Netflix documentary making a murder part one and part two that was later released about the murder of Teresa Hallbach that him and his nephew Brandon Dossie were I don't want to say framed but um are serving two life sentences for And I read this, and I was like, God, the fact that this came out, that we're still, this is still happening. This guy is going to be, if he even gets out, I mean, I don't even know how much longer, but the fact that they're actually getting things to move. Okay, so back when I was going to say about the bone fragments, allegedly, the bone fragments that were found in Avery's gravel pit were not human bone fragments. Which means that the forensic testing was false. Which means that Ken Kratz, the lawyer on the other side, is, I mean, they're, she's coming after them, so I'll be extremely, I still haven't, did I finish season two of Making a Murderer? God, I do that, where I don't remember if I finished things, I wasn't, I didn't, like, didn't watch the final episode of The Handmaid's Tale forever, I think partially in me, because I didn't want it, emotionally, I didn't want it to end the other half of me, I think it was just out of pure laziness, oh, anyways, so, yes, all, all interesting, all lovely, just pop culture touch-ins, I wanted to jump also to, okay, so let's talk about some stuff that is coming out soon. Movies, shows. So I really loved Queer Eye, the new launch of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. I, it, it made, it's made me cry. It's made me laugh. I, I've i really enjoyed, I love the different guys. Honestly, I've never been attracted to a man like I've been attracted to Anthony, and he's gay. So I don't under really, I really honestly don't understand that whole scenario. He's one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen in my life, and so is... C- they, they all, except for Bobby. Sorry, Bobby. I'm just not really into it. Even Tan. Tan's, like, beautiful with beautiful hair. So, season three will be coming out March 15th. Mark your calendars. Can't wait. Sabrina. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I am so jacked, even though season one was cute. It was cute, and I liked it, and of course, I'm obsessed with magic. I'm obsessed with all that is sinister and dark. So I cannot wait for season two. I just hope that there's, I hope that we just like drop the kind of like cheesy bullshit a little bit. But part two is coming out on Netflix April 5th. So it's actually going to be coming up. And if you're a big fan of that show, I did read that Netflix has, as of right now, they're confirmed for at least four seasons. So mama's good on that. Lucy Hale just got cast in another CW Archie Realm show, Katie Keene. So that's going to be actually on the CW, which I'm a big Lucy Hale fan. She was on... Known became famous from Pretty Little Liars. Uh, Okay, so Maleficent is coming out with a sequel, which... Just Disney is having this explosive year. They're going to have an explosive year with Aladdin dropping, The Lion King dropping, Maleficent is dropping, Star Wars is coming out with another movie. I mean, Disney Disney is also opening their own streaming service, which is why they're pulling all of Marvel and everything off of Netflix. They're going to be putting it on its own streaming service, and it's going to be this insane monster, and I'm excited for it. I cannot wait. Disney will take over the world. I do believe So that's happening. But Mel, okay. So Maleficent is the story of the evil queen in the sleeping beauty in this story, Aurora, Princess Aurora. So I loved, I loved the first Maleficent. I'm, Angelina Jolie is like one of those things for me, like I'm obsessed with because I think she's stunning, but I also think she's a psycho. Um, And I feel terrible that she's gone through. I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know who I side with on the Angelina Brad Pitt. Part of me wants to side with Brad Pitt. I don't. I, I just get this instinctual feeling that she's kind of cuckoo bananas. Maybe because she used to wear a vial of blood around her neck, Billy Bob Thornton's blood around her neck. I don't know. That just just a hunch. Um, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, is coming out in October, and I cannot wait because I app abs- I loved Maleficent the first one. I thought it. I was. It was a dark. It was a haunting story. I thought. I thought like the cinematography. I thought. All of like the the siege. I just loved the costume, the makeup, the story. I just loved the whole thing. So I'm actually extremely jacked for this. I don't know though. I saw the Aladdin trailer, and I wasn't a huge Aladdin. Like I'm, Aladdin doesn't like you know get me turned. However, the Aladdin true life whatever you want to call it real people trailer it kind of got me jacked I'm not gonna lie I'm kind of into it I think Will Smith is gonna be a banging genie I can I just I actually was watching it and I was like oh I'm gonna hate this I'm gonna hate this I'm gonna hate this I'm gonna hate this and then I was watching it I was like dang this is pretty good there's a lot of colors there's a lot of dancing I'm into it Will Smith is gonna be so good Jasmine's beautiful and when she was on that carpet and she just belted out the whole new. I mean, I was like, oh, I was putty on the ground. I was putty on the ground. So that's going to get me turned. Oh, my God. So podcast lovers did. okay. so there was a podcast that actually is what kind of really started to put podcasting like true crime podcasting on the map. And it was called Serial. And the first season was about. I'm going to totally butcher this guy's name. Adnan, is it, is it Adnan Saeed? And how he allegedly killed his high school girlfriend. So I actually, that was one of the first podcasts I ever listened to. And I was, I was hooked, instantly hooked. And it was one of those cases where it was like everything, like po- like there's stuff that points to him, but then it still isn't like without, without a reasonable doubt him. However, so this guy is serving a life sentence currently. Um, HBO came just released a special two-part series for the case against Anand Saeed. I am jacked. So that is on my watch list, and it should be on yours too. You can get it on HBO. I, it's, they're both – believe both episodes are up now. I think both episodes are two, two hours. I think it was four hours – yeah, I think they said it was four hours total. So I cannot wait to watch that. So for any true crime junkies out there – I saw that and I was like, "Dang! Look at that! Look at that! That's got to show!" I'm so excited. Um, so I'll probably be cuddling up with that this weekend. Also with the Punisher season two, which I, if you, I mean, if you already like Marvel already, if you like the Punisher, the the the, the movie, which I'm going to be completely honest, I'm like, eh, I could take it or leave it. But the Punisher is one of the best shows that I've seen. Action, I mean, action-wise in, like, fighting violence, it's insane. Um, the themes are, I mean, relevant and true. But, so I'm currently watching season two, and I couldn't watch as much as I wanted to last weekend because of my two dates. So, once again, you can see where my values lie in television. There's nothing like coming home on a Friday night, unbuttoning the pants, putting on a, a show, and just... Goodbye, let me just go into this world, let me just sink away. There's just nothing, there's just nothing better. Oh my god. Okay, I didn't even know that blockbusters were still open. Uh, not plural, there's one. And the last, it, it is a, it's a It's a dawning, not a dawning of time. It's the closing of a chapter, people. The last blockbuster is closing in Oregon. Oh, also, date number two, Wacko Psycho Who Held the Gun to My Head. Um, in the lobby, corrected me on how I said Oregon, and I was like, goodbye, scram, get out of here, literally, uh... anyways, so that's, isn't that crazy? Going to Blockbuster was such a pivotal Hollywood video, I don't discriminate, was such a pivotal part of a Friday, of a Friday with your parents driving you you go, you're excited, you walk in, you spent God knows however meant, like I felt like I, we used to spend forever in those stores because I wanted to go up every single aisle. I wanted, to tr- I wanted to hold the VHS in my hand. I wanted to turn it over. I wanted to read the back. I wanted to go through the horror section. I wanted to go to the new release section and you're always like, oh shit, it's empty. And then you would wait and then you would wait and then maybe, maybe somebody's returning it and oh my God, can you check that real quick when you like heard something go in the, the little slot? the candies, the posters, I mean, that place was just a, was a playground for me, it was a playground, it was a nirvana, and I'm sad to see them go, but I guess it's time that we hang up the hat, accept it for what it was, accept it for what it gave us, we can smile because it, you know, don't, don't cry because it's over, but smile because it happened, R.I.P. Blockbuster, you will forever hold a place in our hearts. That was extremely dramatic, but extremely necessary. You know? You know? You know? Okay, so as a coke lover, I have to say this. I've been seeing this weird thing cycle around on the internet, and I'm kind of weirded out by it. Milk coke? Has anyone heard of this? Is this a thing (laughs) Is this a thing? People are literally taking Coke and pouring milk in it and drinking it. Now, before you're like, duh, and it's a Coke float. Well, no, it's not because that's ice cream. That's different. B, pouring Coke, first of all, if you're going to even take Coke and you're going to ruin it because it on its own is its own brilliant thing. If my Coke isn't, ah, isn't burning my throat, it's not a Coke and it's not a Coke that I want to have and it's not a Coke that I want to be part of. Let alone ruining a beautiful Coke by pouring milk in it. I guess people are saying that it like tastes like a milkshake. I don't, I don't buy it. Um, not for a hot minute. I actually did try a Coke float for the first time as somebody who's a big fan of um, getting snow from outside and pouring Coke on it. It's not disgusting. It's delicious. I tried a Coke float with vanilla ice cream. I wasn't into it. I wasn't into it. I didn't. I'm just not a fan. I'm not a float fan. I'm not a root beer float fan. I'm not a Coke fan or Coke float fan. I am 100% just a pure bread Coca-Cola classic by itself, a a fresh cracked can, a fresh, a fresh Coke. And I haven't, I'm I'm talking about Coke like this because I haven't had a Coke in God knows how long because it's a slippery slope for me. Um, I mean, I used to go through a 12 pack on a Sunday. I mean, just back to back, back to back Cokes. Talk about, talk about gut. Talk about getting a gut. The sugar from Cokes, yeah, that'll do it to you. That and pints of uh, black raspberry chip graters ice cream. Those two things will definitely aid you in getting the beautiful gut of your dreams. Um, I'm firsthand on that. So, um, you know, that's just that's just that. I feel like I have been on a wild bender tonight. And I, I just want to firstly thank you if you've... Um, kept up with me if you've um, enjoyed this because I it, like I said it was a complete and utter verbal purge coming out of every orifice of my being um, I hope I didn't torment you or terrorize you too much I enjoyed myself you know I think we had a good time hopefully you don't think I'm like that like how I thought of when I was on my second date when I wanted to just um, bang my head against the table hopefully it wasn't like that But thank you. This has been wonderful. I have missed. I have missed. When I go away, I miss. But I go away and take little breaks because I need to just recharge my creative energy, get back in alignment with myself. And also I've just been kind of, I'm starting to really feel like 100%, not 100%. I'm starting to just really feel kind of like back in a groove, like back to myself, kind of back in a groove. Getting used to like my new my new day to day, like getting used to spending the weekends by you know planning my weekend, spending the weekends by myself. The one thing I could go without is paying for Ubers by myself because that's killing my budget. Literally, I I can't even begin to tell you the amazing thing of when you're in a relationship is the fact that you don't you can split Ubers. I just it's killing me right now. But besides that, you know I'm I'm doing like I just. The confidence starting to feel really there. Putting myself back out there. Really hardcore. Like, I'm, like, ready to, like, mingle and single and ready to mingle kind of deal. And just feeling like, you know, work's going really well. I'm feeling more just grounded. I was kind of flapping out there in the wind like a flag there for a minute. Just... And doing it publicly on this podcast and not wanting to come here every week and sound like I'm just, like, this person who's just struggling and struggling and struggling. And, I mean, that's not a bad thing. I'm glad that I can do that. I'm glad that I can come here and be that way and have people accept it. That's freaking awesome. But at the same time, too, like, I'm such a – I'm the my – I'm my like, – li- I am the – we are all our biggest critics. But I am, like – I mean, I am my worst critic. And – I just wasn't feeling like my, I just wasn't feeling like I was up to par. I wasn't feeling like internally my episodes, me, my work was, you know, was what I was putting out there was up to par and it was really bothering me because I, but part of it was because, because I, I was still trying to get grounded. I was still trying to ground myself. I was still trying to just, I mean, I was creating, you know, I'm creating new habits. I'm creating new, um, creating a new life. And I'm starting to feel way more, so secure. Not so, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say because I don't want, but I'm feeling grounded. I'm feeling okay with me and where I am and what I'm doing. And there's days, and actually we're in retrograde right now. So the fact that I'm having such like, I've been having like these, these strengths recently, um, are these, like, days of just pure, like, I feel like, you know, those days where you just feel like you're unstoppable, which is amazing, and I'm trying to take that energy and really harness it, and, you know, I've implemented things, I implement things in my day that really help me with that, meditation is one, I've been meditating every single morning and getting myself in that mind, and it just is blowing my mind what that's doing for me mentally, um, anyways, I didn't mean to go on this, you know, personal rant, but I just, yeah, so... <laughs> kind of lost where I was going with that. Thank you all so much. I think that's what I was trying to say. Thank you all so much for listening to yet another episode of Mad Yet Mighty. Please go and follow the Mad Yet Mighty Instagram page. It is alive. It is a well just at Mad Yet Mighty. You can also follow me um, at Meg Kelsip, M-E-G-K-E-L-C-I-P. And you know, that's going to be it this week if you want to spread, please spread the love. I don't, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm going to get on my knees for a second. Spread the love. Tell a friend about this podcast. Tell, tell multiple people about this podcast and just, you know what? Just, just pay it forward. You know, pimp, pimp some joy, pimp some mad yet mighty joy. And, you know, just help assist, just do it. Laya. Talk to you later. Bye. (laughs)